Hello everyone, this is Gabby and uh, we have another amazing lady here for you tonight and her name is Lee, Lee Burton and she is one heck of an amazing lady, listen to her. Lee is a leader in sharing how to let it go. Her mission is to support the development and growth of women personally and professionally. Her life has been dedicated to understanding the ancient wisdom of Maya, Aztec, and Toltec of Mexico. Lee gives you a compassionate hand, promises, and noble delivery, I know that for sure, and always stir free of the drama that traps you in a non-successful life. Hello, Lee. Hi, Gabby. How are you? I am good. Thank you. Welcome to my radio show. Thank you for having me. Okay, so Lee, um, what does Maya and Al, can you talk a little bit about Maya and Aztec? Because the Toltec of Mexico thing, I just happened to be reading it on the Four Agreements by yes. Miguel. Yeah, yes. the Toltec, I understand. What is, can you talk a little bit about the Maya and Aztec? Absolutely. The Aztec um, uh, are the most recent uh, culture in the um, Mexican uh, region, and the Mayan are still there. That was the culture that was there before the Aztec, and before that was the Toltec, uh-huh. or Tolteca, as it was explained in the time. And these cultures uh, are very particularly amazing to not just Don Miguel Ruiz, but other seekers of, of personal freedom, like myself, because they have an innate ability and understanding even thousands of years ago in uh, being detached from things that keep us from having a, a wonderful life. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So, so you've studied these things, obviously. Cause yes, for about 25 been... years now. Oh, my goodness, really? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, that's, that's amazing. Okay, so, so how do you help people, like people who are stuck or like who are having a difficult time or like challenge after challenge, how can you help them? Well, Gabby, it's really important to treat each person like an individual. You know, you have to be able, you can't just sit in a room full of people and give them a set plan and this is exactly how it's going to roll out and thanks for coming out. So everybody, even if we are in a group environment, needs to be treated individually. They need to be heard, they need to be understood, and they need to be respected as an individual. So what we do from there is we we learn to understand the concept of letting go. Letting go is something that's very difficult for modern-day society because we have, we're built, we're conditioned to have attachments. So the idea of letting go is something that a lot of people, most people, have a skewed idea of what that really means. Mm-hmm. So letting go, um, really what it means is, it, you know, people think, oh, well, you know, I've had a situation where I was in a bad marriage or... I'm emotionally scarred from uh, career choices that I made or something that, was, uh, that came up while they were being raised as children. It could be anything from 
you know, it could be abuse, it could be sexual abuse, it could have been something incident that, a single incident that happened between them and their, their sibling. And these things, they carry with us throughout our life, and they help define who we are. And they define how we're going to react to situations, decisions we're going to make. They define who we're going to connect with, who are we going to have relationships with, are we going to be successful. And letting go isn't um, as easy as people might like to think in the concept of letting go, meaning I'm going to forget about what, what it is that's been bothering me. I'm going to forget about that. Or, I'm, yeah, I've really let go of that because I've forgiven that person for what they've done to me, but still find that these situations are still coming up for them quite often, and it's uh, keeping them from having a good good life. So letting go is not actually releasing yourself from um, the memory of it, because that memory is going to be there forever. Yeah. It's learning to understand the art, the true art of forgiveness, and releasing the attachment that you have to it, the actual metaphysical cord connecting you to that moment in time that is is the whole what's holding you back so that is what letting go is really all about yeah it's not easy for sure i know so it's forgiveness like for me personally that will used to be the toughest thing that i had to deal with because in my mind what i think what i used to think is i am a good person I am honest, I am loyal, I am sincere, I am compassionate, kind, Then, which means in my mind that people should not hurt me. But So therefore, if someone hurts me, I found it extremely, extremely difficult to forgive. And I remember my mom one time, she said to me, you know what, she didn't know that I was because I used to be deep. Uh, that's not how you know me now, but I used to keep a lot inside. So when she found out how I remembered things from my childhood, she said, you know, God said forgive so that I can forgive you, forgive for those who hurt you so that I could forgive you. She said to me, you're such a good person, but if you learn how to forgive, you're someone who would go straight to heaven, being a typical Orthodox, she said that to me. And it took a long, long bottle for me like to forgive I am much better at it now I can say I have that 10% left that needs like work so it is not as easy as people assume it is you're right about that letting go so how do you deal with forgiveness like somebody hurts you really bad how do you deal with it well first of all I just want to say that absolutely under no circumstances do I ever condone any type of judgment or, or um, any degree of violence or abuse in, in the space that, that I work in. It's, um, yeah. it's not acceptable to me. And that's because I, too, come from a very um, abused childhood and, and what have you myself. And, you know, as much as, again, as, you know, I understand what you're saying because I, I forgave and I forgave, and I forgave. But these things would still pop up all the time. And there's that, as you said, 10% that's still there. And that 10% could be, if it's measurable at all, the remnant of the reality of what forgiveness is really all about. You know, for, for even the longest time, I thought that it, maybe it was because I needed to forgive my role in, in that incident. When 
you know, they say, oh, energy connects to energy, and, and, and the, you, you may have been inducing that moment to happen and what have you. And I don't, I don't believe in that. I don't believe that people knowingly in their heart want to be in a place that, that causes them harm. I think that the mistake about what forgiveness is about is understanding where we are as human beings with regards to judgment, mm-hmm. understanding what our role is in the situation and how not to take things personal. You mentioned Don Miguel Ruiz in the four. four yeah, that is what he talks about for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the first he's a, he was a teacher of mine and a wonderful, wonderful man. Absolutely. He makes a room glow because he gets the four agreements. And the yeah. four agreements, when I first read it, was something I said to myself, you know, that, that's really nice. It's, it's a great idea, but that doesn't make sense in a realistic, you know, common modern-day perspective. How do you possibly not take something personal? And how can you always do your best? And so on and so on. Mm-hmm. And the truth is that it is very possible. It is extremely possible once you understand the key points of what that really, really means. Mm -hmm. It's actually very easy to do. And forgiveness, even forgiving yourself, becomes this immediate gift that you're able to to enjoy. It's something that happens almost immediately afterwards when you really get what these four agreements, including the fifth agreement for that matter, Mm what it really means, and then being able to embrace, embrace the, the real concept of forgiveness, not in the perspective that we think that we need to forgive somebody else for the harm that they did to us. You know, that, that's understandable. We need to, um, in, in layman's term, move past what somebody else has done to us, and that's, that's totally understandable, and that's a goal anybody would want to have, but that's not as easy as it sounds as in it's very difficult to, for, to forgive somebody for something that, that they have done to you. Mm-hmm. But the easiest way to move through something in the true art of forgiveness is asking for forgiveness, asking for the forgiveness from that person, even if it is from a distance or in your mind an exercise that you go through. You go through an exercise of understanding judgment for what it really is, understanding what it means to really take something personal, what the true meaning of that is, and then going through the concept of, of asking for forgiveness. Because ultimately, whatever... Yeah. yeah. So I can't, I, I can't stop you. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I can't stop you from, from, from saying something or to interpreting something a certain way, yeah. right? Nor can I stop somebody from, you know... Um, cutting me off on the highway and yelling at me at something that would, would spark a memory and cause me to feel traumatized again. These things are just random things that can happen. But I get to choose how I feel about it. How am I going to react about it? How much darkness am I willing to hold on to as a result of this happening? Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, and I have been reading on, on how when people say harsh things to you or something, it's a reflection of themselves. So that's why you should never take it personal. But I guess sometimes, like, it's so tough, like, not to get upset even for a very short period. Um, Mm -hmm. I have learned that. Like, I have learned, like, I go out, like, at work if somebody... 
goes the wrong way with me, and I just go downstairs, go outside, go for a walk, take deep breaths, and I'm letting go, and I'm letting go. And I repeat that several times, and I go upstairs, I'm much better, but that is not the way I used to be, like if you ask me 15 years ago. Um, but yeah, letting go, it's, it's not as easy as it sounds. I totally agree with you, and, I'm, and I guess that is where you come in. You help people to let go. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, I do. And the and process is phenomenal. Yeah. Fast and very, very, um, very productive. Very productive. And, and, and how do you do that? Like you deal with people one-on-one, and, um, but you tend to do workshops from time to time, right? That's correct. I, I do one-on-one uh, coaching with, with certain clients. Yeah. I also do um, groups. It might be a family it could be um, something that's a post-traumatic event at a school or with a, a team, or it could be uh, on a retreat. Mm-hmm. I host retreats as well, so and of course they're in Mexico as well. So um, different settings, um, but the, the gist of the story is is pretty much the same. Logistics are a little bit different depending on the circumstances, but the end result is generally the same for for, for everybody. It's a wonderful feeling to feel that free. Oh, my God, yes. Yes. Ever since mm-hmm. I, it's, it was very hard for me. Like, everything was easy except for the forgiveness part. But I did work a lot, and I am um, way, like, much better now at forgiving people or letting go. But I still need time. I, mm-hmm. It's not like somebody just called me something or did something really bad that I, I'm going to say, like, I'm letting go, like, I need time. But mm-hmm. the time is not as long as it used to be years ago. Like, it's just a short period now. I need to just absorb it or let it go or meditate over it or whatever. And then, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so I have improved a lot on the forgiveness part. But still, there is that 10%, like I said. Uh, maybe I can go in one of your retreats. When is your next retreat? <laughs> I would love to have you, Gabby. That would be you'd be so much fun on one of those retreats. I Our know. next one is um, February third in February third, twenty eighteen. It's a six night uh, trip this time. It's, a and it's with my business partner as well, Claudia Harvey. Yeah, yeah. So she is. Uh, yeah, she was. You guys were posting all these pictures, and I couldn't uh, join you this past January, uh, February. It was right. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. I couldn't join. About Gabby, it was hours. phenomenal. I know. She was telling me the same. It was same phenomenal. Episode. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. And a lot of people went from Toronto, right? With you guys joining. Absolutely. Absolutely. Most of the people that that have been coming recently have been from the um, general GTA Toronto area. And, you know, it's it's fun that way because it's easier to connect with them afterwards as well. But, I mean, you can always make try to make connection with people. There's The world is so easy to connect with people now anyway. But it was a large group, and everybody walked away with incredible success. Yeah. It was an absolutely amazing trip. Yeah, and I heard like um, a lot of people who had certain fears, they overcame their fears in your, in your trip, and uh, is that the case? Absolutely. We had a lady that was um, carried a fear of drowning, um, and now she's swimming. She's doing fine. Uh, 
my God. And we had, yes, exactly. We had a couple of ladies that had extreme fears of heights. And we, That's me. We, uh, Height is yeah, me. there you go. Well, fears, are, you know, fears are, you know, about having expectations. That's all a fear is. It's about thinking that you know what the outcome is going to be. And once we go through all of that towards the end of the retreat, we take them on excursions that include, you know, coming to extreme heights or, you know, we're not going to make you go. If you don't want to go, don't go. You're, you're, you're grown. But, you know, if we make sure that you are safe, we make sure that you are uh, managed properly while you're there, everything that you need is going to be taken care of for you. So if your fear is of heights and it, you're once you get through those first few days of the retreat and you realize the concept of fear and what it really means and you realize the concept of forgiveness and, and the idea of taking things personal, it's not that hard to climb those steps and go zip lining from, you know, 120 feet off the ground. I know. Oh, my gosh. Like, it, it's not only, like, fear. Like, I get dizzy. If, like, I'm way too high and then I look down, immediately I get dizzy. Is that considered that, fear, or is it like a vertigo kind of thing? That is actually, pro- I, I can't, you know, diagnose, although I, my nursing background <laughs> would, would, would really play a good role here, but I'm going to have to say that's strictly, that's probably strictly fear. Uh, the the body is an amazing tool. It can it can tell you just about anything that uh, that that you need to know, and it will go into certain activities, certain reactions. Uh, based on circumstances, and if there's something that it feels or that your mind is telling yourself that you need to fear, for example, you're way high up off the ground, if you look down, you're emphasizing to yourself how fearful that should be, you will become dizzy because your body will start to react. Yeah, I guess that's it. And the, the funny thing is when I'm in, in an airplane, it doesn't happen to me. I'm not, it doesn't happen to me. I'm just, it happens to me if I'm in a building or anywhere, like it is high, and I look down, immediately my head starts to spin. Um, I, and guess what? I work on a 72nd floor right now. I almost oh fainted in my chair when uh, the CEO <laughs> came in and he said, we're moving from second floor, like at Young and Sinclair, to 72nd floor at Bank of Montreal building downtown, Dear Lord. financial industry. I almost fainted. I told him, oh, my God. He goes to me, don't worry, Gabby, like you're only going to see clouds anyway. <laughs> it was like winter coming. And it took me three months for me to actually have the nerve to stand and look out the window to look Lake Ontario. Wow. Yeah. Think about months. what you've been missing out on all this time when you could have looked at Lake Ontario, <laughs> something so beautiful from the 72nd floor. I know. Right? Oh yeah, the right? is like you feel like you, are, you would be able to touch it, but it's just that like now I can stand, but always I have to be like further away from the window. I can what yep. I can't get too close to the windows, but but yeah, but I just get dizzy. So it's uh, yeah. So this would be amazing if I could get over this fear. Absolutely, and we teach uh, all the ladies and men, for that matter, um, that a realistic approach to handling circumstances that are similar in their everyday life. When we understand what it is that comes in behind our fears and and creates these fears and justifies these fears we're able to understand what it is that's keeping us back from 
from having the things that we want in our life, like healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, a wonderful lady that I've done some work with that was on the retreat with us as well. Mm-hmm. And she has since then found a wonderful man, Aww. an absolutely wonderful man for the first time in her life, and is actually considering getting married. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, absolutely. When you are ready to let go of who you used to be in your mind, mm-hmm. the world the world really is your oyster. Oh. The world really is your oyster. It's an amazing, amazing gift. That's not to say that any, we're going to be walking around in some sort of la-la land. I mean, life still happens around us, and that's where the difficulty starts to play, that people are like, well, how did that work? I'm still going to go to the same place to work. I'm still going to go home and have the same children, the same husband, the same problems at home. These problems are never going to go away. They're going to come and go. They're going to go up. They're going to go down. New ones will come along. Old ones will go away. How you deal with them and how you see them is what's going to make the difference. And you realize that the problems that we've had aren't really problems. They're really just circumstances of life. Yeah. They're not problems. Yeah, that is. My God, yes. You're touching a lot of nerve, young lady there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the oh, first time I've been accused of that, let me tell you. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Oh, my goodness, Lee. Okay, when are you coming to Toronto? By the way, our listeners, when am I coming to Toronto? Uh, yeah, when are you coming? <laughs> well, I am I'm coming to Toronto next week. I'm actually flying back out to Mexico uh, next week. I'm going to be going out there to do some more research. Uh, this time I'm very excited to be going to do some research on um, uh, ancient arche- archaeological sites that are rarely seen by, by the public, okay. if at all. So we're looking at, you know, making a, a second style of retreat and extensions on the retreat that involves really getting into the nitty-gritty in the ancient Mayan villages, uh, where they still live today and do things the old way, like they did a thousand years ago. And uh, we'll get an opportunity to really enjoy that and then see some sites that have not been touched by the feet of man for too much and too long. Oh, my God. I, gotta, I have to join you this time. Well, you're going to have to. Yeah. You're going to have to. I know where you work now. You told me where you work. <laughs> and, you'd, and you'd know where I live very soon. <laughs> Oh my God! So <laughs> I know. So so, when are you gonna have one of those workshops? I I know that a lot of people loved your workshop when you had it here in Toronto. Are you gonna Thank have you. one of those? Thank you. I really appreciate that? that. Yeah. Did, did, uh, I really you want to. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I want to have one in June. Um, I'm just confirming up some dates and some locations and what have you, and getting some logistical things out of the way. Mm-hmm. And like everything else, make sure that we have everything we need to make sure it's a lot of fun, but, mm-hmm. but good, strong enough that everybody goes deep and goes fast and really gets a lot out of it. Yeah. Okay. So you're, yeah. you're, you're leaving next week then to Mexico and coming back? The week after. The week after. Okay. I'll be coming back. At, I'll only be gone about a week. Oh, okay. That's a short visit. Okay. So, okay, it is so, for me, yes. It's kind of sad, really, but I guess they'll need me at home, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. So where, if people want to get in touch with you, can, where do they go? Mm-hmm. They go to your websites? They can go to my website at leeburton.com. Uh-huh. And my, my email address is the same. It's lee at yeah. leeburton.com. Yeah. 
or they can visit our um, website for the retreat, which is letitgoretreat.com. Okay. You can so always mm-hmm. join me on Facebook too. Can't, you can't miss me. Yeah. Okay. So and then I will be posting your your links uh, um, when I upload this mm-hmm. podcast. So I will be uh, uploading it. If anybody wants to um, get in touch with you, they can go into one of these links and or they can email you. I am sure after listening to this that uh, a lot of people people would be getting in touch with you because God only knows everybody has something that is stuck in them that needs clearing somehow, that needs to be let, mm-hmm. to let go, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so that, that is that. And uh, what last advice would you give people? How can you help people? Just in short, like lastly, how can you help people and what advice would you give people? our listeners? I would talk, if I had to talk about one thing that could be right now, what advice I could give anybody, and that is to get a true understanding and take to heart what Don Miguel talks about with the fourth agreement, and that is to always do your best. Mm -hmm. There's a number of things that a person could take away from that, but I think the most important thing to remember is that always doing your best has a lot to do with how you treat yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not always going to be treating yourself well. Mm-hmm. You're not always going to be nice to yourself. And you're not always going to have something nice to say to yourself about yourself, even if it is in your own mind. What I can suggest that the most important thing anybody can ever do is to be mm-hmm. gentle with themselves and learn to love themselves enough to forgive themselves. Oh, my God, that is lovely. Oh, thanks. Thank you. That is beautiful. You just, um, like, you just, yeah, that is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, because... How how else? We've heard it before. It's it's true. How else can you possibly have anything to offer anybody else or anything? And we're we're told we're here to serve. What is it that you're going to serve up? Think about that. When you mm-hmm. treat yourself that badly, that's mm-hmm. what you're serving other people with. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, so totally. just be gentle with yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was such a pleasure having you, and we're going to have another extended one another day when you get back maybe from Mexico. And, I uh, would love that, Gabby. It was so nice to speak to you tonight. Thank you so much, and maybe we can talk about essential oils, which is uh, your passion and my passion as well. Next time we talk, oh, that'll keep us on the on the phone. That's for sure. I know. <laughs> Thank you so much, and uh, have a safe trip. And we'll talk to you again. Uh, we'll have you back when you get back from your trip. Thank you, Gabby. Okay. Take care. Bye. Del Toro Paraná.